Hello, I'm Annie Musu, a certified EFT tapping master practitioner. I help women build confidence, set boundaries, and enjoy healthy relationships. Welcome to my podcast, Hush Your Mind, building a better relationship with yourself. On this show, I offer practical wisdom to help you clear fears, limiting beliefs, and trauma so that you can gracefully create a life you love. Welcome to episode number 44 of my podcast, Hush Your Mind, building a better relationship with yourself. You might have heard of Brene Brown from her viral TED Talk. She's a researcher who studies shame, vulnerability, and courage. Basically, she analyzes how people can live joyful and meaningful lives. I enjoyed Brene Brown's TED Talk so much, I had to write a review and summary of her book, The Gifts of Imperfection. If I were to summarize the 160-page book in one line, I'd say, be yourself. The cheesy adage we know all too well. But how do you juggle others' expectations and who you are? We might be used to sacrificing one for the other. We all worry about what others think and fear looking weak or being ridiculed. Our world can be merciless. Vultures swoop down on us when we speak up. So how can we stay true to ourselves? It's easier said than done. In the preface, Brown presents her research on how to cultivate a wholehearted life, the first of many vague terms throughout the book, which means knowing you're worthy and living from that truth. After collecting thousands of stories from men and women, Brown discovered that things like rest, play, faith, authenticity, and gratitude promote wholehearted living. And perfecting, numbing, fitting in, judgment, and scarcity curb it. Brown hopes this book will guide people on the journey towards wholehearted living. Because when you remove your masks, you feel healthier, more joyful, and more peaceful. You worry less about what people think. You accept your flaws. You enjoy fulfilling relationships and live life on your terms. Most importantly, you feel deserving of love and respect. There are three tools to feel worthy, courage, compassion, and connection. They're necessary to feel good enough. Like habits, they become more natural with daily practice. Brown shares many personal anecdotes which helped me better understand her ideas and keep the text lively, though I would have also appreciated stories of people from different backgrounds. I can't relate to Brown's stories about academic research and parenthood, but I can relate to the main theme, own your struggles and show up as you are anyway. I love this quote from the book, quote, heroics is often about putting our life on the line. Ordinary courage is about putting our vulnerability on the line, end quote. Ordinary courage especially resonates with me. Maybe it's my penchant for Zen Buddhism, but I practice accepting each moment, which demands much more courage than one may think. When I get lost in self-doubt, for example, I admit to myself, I'm beating myself up. I feel like crap. Then I inform my partner, Loïc, and if he's willing, I tell him what's going on. Loïc listens and validates my emotions with me. We like to say we hold the door open for each other. Difficult emotions like fear or anger can limit your perspective, so it helps to have a loved one show you some compassion. No, you're not weird or stupid for feeling these emotions. I know it's hard. 
I've been there too. It's reassuring. Given the right people, we can afford to take a leap of faith. Instead of blaming, we can expose our quote-unquote flaws and glide on love and understanding. To experience love and belonging, we must believe we deserve them as much as anybody. This makes sense and reminds me of my single friends who yearn for a partner but don't feel worthy. That said, I feel humbled to have developed a loving relationship with my partner. For years, I'd chew his affectionate gestures, believing he'd abandon me sooner or later. We have many prerequisites to feel worthy. For example, I'll be worthy when I lose 20 pounds. I'll be worthy if everyone thinks I'm a good parent. If he calls me back and asks me out. When my parents finally approve and when I can do it all. But here's the truth. You're worthy, period. And when we let go of prerequisites, we let in love and belonging. Brown writes, quote, fitting in is about assessing a situation and becoming who you need to be to be accepted. Belonging, on the other hand, doesn't require us to change who we are. It requires us to be who we are. End quote. I think the trickiest part is releasing these ifs and whens. We've all learned via our parents, teachers, and society about what's acceptable. No one wants to feel judged or rejected, so we bite the bullet and conform. If abided by, the prerequisites to worthiness keep us safe and loved, at least on the surface. Letting them go, then, is like jumping off a cliff. I overcame many fears by embracing my fear of being worthless, or shame, as Brown calls it, and healing from past hurts. Obviously, this process takes time, but after the fog clears, you gain enough confidence to be yourself more often. Everyone has shame. That's why we need to own and share our experiences. Let's uplift each other through our common struggle. So how do we overcome shame? Brown stresses the need to build shame resilience, or the ability to identify and accept shame. As a result, we experience more courage, compassion, and connection in our lives. Shame survives when we refuse to talk about it. Now that I've warmed up to Brown's jargon, I feel the urgency behind her important message. Ultimately, our shame, or rather our ignorance of it, keeps us small, depressed, and unfulfilled. But what can we do? Firstly, Brown advises us to become aware of your reactions to shame. For example, your heart races, your face turns hot, and mouth gets dry. Protect yourself. Grounding techniques, deep breathing, praying. Confide. Share your story with those who have earned the right to hear it. And do, quote, the most courageous thing you could do for yourself when you feel small and hurt. End quote. Then follow her 10 guidelines to further cultivate a wholehearted life. Once again, Brown's personal examples help illustrate her points. The first guideline is authenticity. Focus on staying true to yourself instead of being liked. Have the courage to show your vulnerability and set boundaries. Brown doesn't suggest much on how to be genuine, especially when many people fear rejection or react out of habit. 
In my experience, self-awareness and releasing trauma stored in our bodies make way for authenticity. Guideline number two is self-compassion. Perfectionism keeps you from staying true to yourself. It's a self-destructive way to protect yourself from judgment and shame. Do a reality check instead of slipping into all-or-nothing thinking. Say to yourself, I've made good progress. One mistake doesn't mean I'm a failure. Guideline number three is resilience. It's the ability to overcome adversity. We do that by having hope or believing we can manage. Developing critical awareness, like questioning images of success and beauty, and practicing spirituality. And letting go of numbing activities like excessively drinking alcohol, shopping, or eating junk food. Meditation, prayer, helping others, exercising, and journaling help build resilience. Guideline number four is gratitude and joy. Practicing gratitude helps us feel joy, an emotion that thrives despite outside circumstances, unlike happiness. As a result, we live from the attitude of sufficiency, that there's enough time, money, and love, and that we are enough. Acknowledge your fears. Keep a gratitude journal and do gratitude meditations. The key is to practice every day. Guideline number five is intuition and faith. It's hard to accept uncertainty, possible disasters, and mistakes. Yet if we resist these aspects of life, conflicts and anxiety abound. Instead, develop your intuition. Open your arms to life's mystery and believe that you'll be all right. Guideline number six is creativity. Doing anything creative reminds you that there's no one like you. Only you have had your experiences and ideas. You're incomparable. Try collaging, taking photos, flower arranging, or cooking. Guideline number seven is play and rest. In our culture of no pain, no gain, productivity and exhaustion win over play and rest. But believe it or not, rest can actually sharpen your focus and improve your performance. Schedule nap time, gaze at the stars, or listen to your favorite music. Guideline number eight is calm and stillness. Instead of reacting to anxiety, notice strong emotions. Breathe deeply. Count to 10 before acting. Exercising more, reducing caffeine, and cultivating moments of stillness also help calm down intense emotions. Guideline number nine is meaningful work. Sharing our gifts and talents gives us a purpose to our lives. When we don't do so, we struggle and feel empty, frustrated, shame, fear, and grief. Don't let your inner critic tell you otherwise. And finally, guideline number 10 is laughter, song, and dance. These three things remind us that we're not alone. When we laugh with each other, we experience the relief and connection that comes from sharing our stories. Many people don't let themselves laugh hysterically, sing out loud, or dance in public. We struggle with feeling vulnerable and worry about what others think. But when we try to look cool and in control, we betray ourselves and risk judging loved ones when they show their silly and awkward side. So dare to laugh, sing along to music, and dance every day. In conclusion, I recommend the gifts of imperfection if you just want a general outline on how to boost your self-esteem. 
I must admit that I was a bit disappointed by Brown's many vague terms, lack of substance, and bland writing. For richer insight and practical tips on how to overcome shame, I highly recommend Hal and Sidra Stone's book, Embracing Your Inner Critic. You can find my affiliate link in the show notes. However, we can all use a reminder from Brené Brown's The Gifts of Imperfection. Accept your vulnerability, the core of your emotions. Believe that you're enough and be kind to yourself. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of Hush Your Mind. I'm currently offering free EFT tapping sessions in exchange for a short interview. Book your session at hushyourmind.com interview. Keep in touch with me via Instagram or my newsletter. The links are in the show notes. May you have the courage to love and accept yourself. Be well and take care. <laughs>